Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello, everybody. Welcome to What Culture Gaming. I'm Scott, joined by Josh. Hello, Scott. Tell us, friend, more developments in the Activision Blizzard, I was going to say scandal, but it's not overall <laughs> deal. It's a big talking point, which usually in the gaming industry means a bit of a scandal. In this regard, though, we have Microsoft acquiring Activision, all the different IPs, all the different brands, companies, developers, everything else that was in, as part of that deal. And the way that that stuff is now rolling out, all the different legalities of it, whether or not the deal itself is actually going to get, be able to go through in a legal sense. It's meant to close halfway through 2023. And as things um, you know, keep being talked about, different members of Microsoft keep being asked about the realities of what's happening, i.e., is Call of Duty going to be exclusive to Xbox going forward? There are various talking points that have come out of that. One of the most recent is Microsoft's Brad Smith talking to CNBC about the Activision Blizzard deal, uh, confirming that exclusivity isn't something they're interested in long term. In fact, he actually mentions the idea of Call of Duty coming to Switch, though he doesn't name Switch specifically. He says other platforms, um, providing the deal does go through in 2023. Um, To quote Smith, One of the things we're being very clear about as we move forward with the regulatory review of this acquisition is that great titles like Call of Duty from Activision Blizzard today will continue to be available on the Sony PlayStation. We'd like to bring it to Nintendo devices. We'd like to bring the other popular titles that Activision has and ensure that they continue to be available on PlayStation and that they become available on Nintendo. So whether or not they're waiting, to me, I think they're maybe waiting for the next iteration of the Switch to be able to have something that has the hardware kick to be able to do Call of Duty proper um, when it lands. Um, But what do you think of that what do you think of them like you know doubling down very much phil spencer's saying it brad smith's now saying it it's definitely not leaving um playstation uh overall and it will be coming to nintendo as well it's the why that I'm the most mm. interested in here, Scott Helfer, because, you know, originally, like you, like you kind of alluded to there, you know, Phil Spencer came out and he said that we're going to keep Call of Duty on X, on a PlayStation up until our existing agreements kind of run yes. out. But this time, the clarification is that they're going to honor those existing agreements, but then just keep it on, you know, even beyond that, you know, it's mm. going to stay on PlayStation, it's going to stay multi-platform, like you mentioned. But the why of it is interesting, or why this kind of change in language has come across, because the last thing I read on this before this all came out was that the regulators that he mentions there mm-hmm. actually sing- singled out Call of Duty as a kind of topic of concern because you know obviously there's a lot of you know uh, like kind of laws and regulations against buying a company of this magnitude where it, yes. whether it goes against you know fair play laws and stuff like that and one of the things that was mentioned was whether or not Call of Duty was would just completely change the entire industry if it went exclusive. So with that in mind, I kind of see this maybe as a preemptive strike. You know, he even mentions Mm. there as they're working with the regulators, as they're working to get this deal pushed through, 
I think that was maybe a source of contention to the deal potentially falling through. And they've kind of just held up their hands and gone, look, no, this is, we're not, we don't plan on making this exclusive. It's still going to right. be available on mm -hmm. Sony's platforms just to make sure that that isn't the thing that suddenly makes this entire deal fall apart. That's, it is fascinating watching them sort of tap dance around the laser beams because it is different to the way that um, all the Bethesda stuff went down. Obviously, they did the same, you know, sort of dance around. We're going to not really pin stuff down for a few months, um, but they are being asked this all the time. The Bethesda deal was more um, cut and dry in regards to it going through legally, whereas this, like you said, has all those contentions of it potentially, you know, giving them too much of a monopolization on the industry itself, um, on market share, on all these different things that would get in the way of them, you know, being able to finalize the deal. So they're dancing around a lot of stuff right now. I just... It's strange because on the one hand, obviously Call of Duty is massively popular. There's a huge install base on PlayStation. There's been exclusive content on PlayStation for years. So you might as well just keep monetizing that. Like you're just stepping in as part of the revenue stream and all of a sudden it starts going to you. At the same time, I think that the way that they're wording this lines up with everything that, everything that we've covered so far, where there'll be a version of Call of Duty on PlayStation. There'll be a version of Call of Duty on uh, Nintendo Switch, but the definitive edition will be on Xbox. And I don't mean a premium uh, pre-order version. I just mean what whatever the full version is, will be part yeah. of Game Pass. I think that's how they do it. Um, this also would mean um, that an Xbox logo would appear on a Nintendo system for the first time, like kind of like mm. how the PlayStation Studios logo was in front of MLB The Show when it finally went to Xbox. Um, and maybe that's their play as well. They're just reminding people that, hey, by the way, um, this is an Xbox product now. And if you, know, if you were over on, um, you know, on Xbox, you would actually be able to have this as part of Game Pass or whatever. Totally. And I mean, when it comes to um, Xbox owning Call of Duty, it's a win-win whether they have an exclusive or whether they're forced to keep it multi-platform. I mean, mm. it was just announced the other day, uh, Activision Blizzard did uh, one of their, you know, financial investor calls. Mm. And it, they made like over $5 billion in the last year alone just on microtransactions. It's and they only have like... Mate. It is all of those tracer bullets. That's that war zone integration. You know what I mean? So <laughs> there's so much money to be made by keeping it multi-platform. Mm. So I don't think they're going to be hurting either way. But yeah, I do exactly think what you just said there as well uh, when it comes to they might have to make this franchise multi-platform mm. but there are so many ways for them to say but you should play it on Xbox Game Pass being the biggie you know if you have the next Call of Duty being day one Game Pass mm. like that's just going to steal some of Sony's market share anyway and make sure that players go to Xbox first or you know mm. the majority of Call of Duty's uh, players come to Xbox and I think they've got a lot of aces up their sleeve like that that will mean that even if they keep it multi-platform obviously the focus of call of duty is going to shift heavily towards xbox and they're going to pitch the xbox as being the best place for this franchise if you're a fan quality sleep is essential that's why the sleep number smart bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. This podcast is brought to you by Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it just makes hiring all in one place so easy because you just get unparalleled access to job seekers. Plus, listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash WCG. Just go to Indeed.com slash WCG right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash WCG. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Well, yeah, and obviously they have all the infrastructure stuff with Xbox Live because that's the thing. I don't really buy, I mean, obviously it's on the current hardware, but a Call of Duty running on Switch, like the nearest comparison is maybe um, the Call of Duty that appeared on Vita, um, which was fine. It was yeah. it was playable enough. You could hold the trigger and you could shoot some dudes in the face and it was fine enough, but it was far from the ideal way to play that game. And some of that came down to the control scheme and some of it just came down to the general performance of it. Um, but I feel like it's interesting saying here about the, you know, it's coming to Nintendo platforms going forward um, because I feel like it would need a hardware refresh to even be able to remove remotely um, keep up with the likes of the Xbox infrastructure or the PlayStation infrastructure in terms of online gaming. Like, if you're going to try and maximize the idea of Call of Duty is now on other platforms, it needs to have feature parity with um, with the other systems. And that's yeah. obviously something that they then need to completely manage because if you have this disastrous, you know, Call of Duty appears on Switch, let's say, and it runs like hell, and it's the debut of an Xbox product on that system, it all kind of falls apart. Oh, don't get me wrong, Scott Silver. There's, there's, there's nothing I'd rather do less than play a modern Call of Duty game on the Nintendo Switch. I can think of very few things I would rather do less than that. I play Ori in the is... Blind Forest? I don't know. <laughs> That's definitely up there. Which you could do on Switch as well. Yeah, yeah, um, um, But yeah, it's just kind of like, I, I feel like they're just saying this is a promise that like you mm. said you know in the future maybe if we can get some kind of like workaround or if Nintendo releases another version of the Switch and we can make it work there's go- they're going to be on that it's going to be on that machine in that platform in some form but I don't know what form is that going to take. Is it going to be like a Call of Duty mobile? Is it going to be an incredibly <laughs> downscaled version of Warzone with terrible textures and fewer um players? Mm. I don't know. I'll tell you another thing as well, as a wider talking point, um, do you think that, because, you know, Call of Duty Vanguard didn't land very well, I think it was the worst selling uh, Call of Duty there's been in about about 10 years, or a a long time anyway, Uh, Black Ops Cold War didn't land very well, Modern Warfare did, that was arguably for me the best Call of Duty there's there's ever been, but the campaign very much took a backseat to how solid the multiplayer was, and now we're getting Modern Warfare 2 this year, or at least in theory we are, Um, what's your general thoughts on the popularity of Call of Duty right now, like we're talking around it as if it is this massive dead cert that it's going to bring everybody in and own 
oh my god and whatever but i also wonder if there was a conversation around the fact that it's been going for you know it's it's been over 20 years now and yeah. i wonder if um the call of duty ip considering the last two years have been so flat um just what what are your thoughts on that whether or not this is this dead set like it used to be I think it's a dead set. I'm never going to mm. bet against Call of Duty, Scott, because people were asking me this question like say every 10 year, years you know? ago, like yeah, like yeah. literally a decade ago at the start of the, ne- uh, the then next generation, the PS4 era, when mm. Ghost was coming out and Ghost didn't sell very well. You know, it's we, the spawns, it, me- man. It's the spawn campers. They're everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> we were saying Every the time. exact same thing. We were like, maybe this is finally time for Call of Duty to go down, but they've mm-hmm. always found a way to reinvent themselves. And I think I might be more inclined to agree with that line of thinking if it wasn't for Warzone doing so well. You know, right. I've dropped off Warzone since they um, released the new map. Not that the map is bad. After how long though? How, how long uh, are you there? I mean, hundreds and hundreds of hours, <laughs> over a year of pandemic time. But that's not uh-huh. the point. The point is it's still going strong. You know, the point is it's still making them loads and loads of money. Mm. But I just think change will come because they're going to Microsoft and because the path that they were on was just so insustainable, unsustainable. Mm. Uh, You know, they couldn't keep pumping out games on an annual basis alongside Warzone. So I feel like, you know, by Microsoft coming in, we're going to see change anyway. We're going to see creative change. We might see Call of Duty be taken off the annualized cycle. And hopefully that gives it the shot in the arm that it might need to kind of get out of this wobbly period it's in because it's only wobbling a touch. It's still making billions and billions of dollars a year. And I think all it needs is for Microsoft to take a look at the studios, make sure they're healthy and up and running, make sure they have the time and resources to make quality games, make sure they're not crunched to death to get Warzone content out alongside a new campaign and multiplayer and zombies and then hopefully <laughs> that will right the ship that like you said is kind of a little bit wobbly at the moment so but mm-hmm. i have full faith in that to be fair i do yeah i do think that there is a pristine core to call of duty it's why i buy them every single year and play a hell of a lot of them modern warfare is the most that i played a card in about 10 years even though i do pick up every single one of them um, and like yeah i think that it's just going to be that interesting um dissemination of how do you make it so people always think of xbox alongside call of duty or is it just going to be like minecraft minecraft is mentioned in this uh, overall interview in regards to, you know, like they bought Minecraft, they kept it on multiple platforms, and that's just the way that things went. And a lot of analysts over time have always pointed at Minecraft and just said, well, you could have locked this down and you could have yeah. made a hell of a lot more money by forcing people over to Xbox. Um, and that's kind of in a whole other conversation as to whether or not they should have done that or not. Um, but that's the interesting um, comparison in regards to Call of Duty going forward, whether they, it is just another Minecraft and they just wanted the revenue or whether they do want to use it to fold back into uh, Game Pass overall. I think the amount of money they spent means that they'll have to do something something like that but it's interesting that they're out there saying look it'll be on playstation it'll be on nintendo um, and then it's just a case of keeping an eye on them to see what version or which whatever stripped down uh, slice of call of duty ends up on those platforms to still push you back to xbox um but yes yes go on sorry just one more thing i just want to say that i i'm I'm convinced that i don't know anything anymore because you know we're living (laughs) in like a completely modern world where the rules don't apply you know sony bought bungie last week or the week before and I was like, well, that means we're going to have future Bungie games that are exclusive. And then no. Sony were like, they're not going to be exclusive. We're keeping the multi-platform. When Microsoft <laughs> bought Activision Blizzard, I thought, well, that, there we go. Call of Duty is going to be exclusive. Now they're saying, no, it's going to stay in multi-platform. I don't know how these console makers' minds work anymore, Scott. And it's freaking me out. I don't. I think it is just base revenue. I think it's just general yeah. brand association, general just, like I said, it's brand association. It's turning heads. It's getting people associating a certain game, a certain franchise, a certain amount of time spent in a franchise with a certain console manufacturer and hopefully the optics of that result in you know uh, sector domination over time but yeah it's very interesting and i think that um, obviously everything's on 
the table. And the Bethesda stuff is just looming in the background because they have made Bethesda stuff exclusive. And they initially said that it wouldn't be. So it's like there is all that stuff to factor in as well. Um, but let us know what you think down in the comments below of the idea of Call of Duty eventually coming to Nintendo and the idea that it won't be exclusive just to Xbox going forward. For now, I've been Scott from WhatCulture.com. I've been Josh from WhatCulture.com. And we'll catch you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. 